Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. If your litter box could talk, what would it say to you? Good morning. Lovely day, isn't it? Or perhaps, what's up with all the clay dust and chemicals you're laying on me and the cat? If that's the case, consider World's Best Cat Litter. It's virtually dust-free, quick clumping, and lasts twice as long as clay litter. And because it's made from corn, it's chemical-free and a naturally safe choice. World's Best Cat Litter, the number one selling natural litter brand for a reason. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. If you're a seeker, don't miss the inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening, Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder, Sandra Cochran's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers throughout the Americas. Sandy's initiations across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt, combined with her knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth, influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private readings, Sacred International Journeys, a meditative CD, and her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate your earthwalk and create a deeper connection to yourself. Find this and more at her website, starwalkervisions.com. Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiecki is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Gwilda Wiecki's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Science of Magic or endorsed in any manner by Gwilda Wiecki, Relmar McConnell Media Company, its affiliated networks, stations, or employees.
Welcome to the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, a program dedicated to uncovering the unified nature of reality and humanity's ever-evolving place as truly galactic beings. For more information on the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, visit us online at www.thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome to the Science of Magic, a place where science and magic come together to transform fact into evolving truth. We're coming to you through the leader in responsible paranormal programming, the Exone Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, and can also be found on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be exploring Sanctuary. It was after a closed head injury I came to realize how chaotic our everyday world has become. Before the accident, I was much like anyone else in our culture, running from one place to the next while listening to the car radio or television at home. At work, I was bombarded with multiple conversations, opinions, belief systems, ringing phones, and gossiping, bickering co-workers. I thought nothing of the blocked freeway full of angry, frustrated commuters or a crowded grocery store. After the accident, short-term memory was gone, and part of my brain that attends to attention and focus was damaged. Unable to focus on what pertained to me, I was bombarded by everything in my environment. After dealing with everyday life for only short intervals, my brain would shut down, incapable of processing the information. I was unable to function in a world I used to navigate with ease. While the impairment has greatly improved, I learned a valuable lesson from the experience. Though we may be able to focus on what pertains to us in the midst of chaos, the rest of the ambient data is still getting in. All the advertising, subliminal messages from media we have obsessively playing in the background is program, programming us without our knowledge. As modern-day citizens of a crowded, chaotic society, we've developed a great ability to filter out our environment that are no longer able to register the impact it has upon us. A frog placed in a pan of water, gradually brought to a boil, is oblivious to the danger when his ambient environment becomes damaging. He will sit unaware until he boils to death rather than simply jumping from the pan. Just so, we're being compromised on a daily basis. We're emotionally bombarded, physically impacted, mentally programmed, and spiritually invaded to the point of impairment without ever recognizing our peril. We bathe our outer bodies daily, but never attend to our inner cleanliness necessitating the physical storage of toxins from our polluted environment, our emotional realms are often denied rather than cleared of unprocessed feelings, whether our own or those imposed by others. We don't take time to reflect upon the input from the media or the people around us. Instead, we incorporate it, unconsciously taking on thoughts and beliefs, not our own, due to lack of conscious discernment. We live in a vibrational soup often referred to as the spiritual realm. Some of these frequencies are beneficial to us, while others are detrimental or incompatible. All the negative influences combined, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, compromise our overall frequency. When our frequency is impaired, we become coarse and oblivious to the more subtle aspects of life. In this way, we disconnect for our, from our intuitive abilities. The disconnection leaves us even more unprotected from our environment. Like the frog in the pan, we don't perceive that things are compromising our well-being. Without a place of quiet sanctuary, close, cloistered from the daily bombardment, 
were unable to perceive, much less evaluate, frequencies or their appropriateness. Thus, we're incapable of clearing the energies that don't serve us. In the absence of inner peace, we're subject to our environment rather than the masters of it. We become exploitable puppets instead of conscious co-creators of our reality. So how do we find this mysterious sanctuary of inner peace? It's actually taught by many ancient spiritual practices. Our guest this hour, Atheron Durant, is the author of Intuitive Dance, Building, Protecting, and Cleaning Your Energy, and Following Body Wisdom. Atheron appeared in the documentary Voyage to Betterment as one of 12 experts comprised of internationally renowned physicians, researchers, and pioneers in the field of consciousness research and spirituality. She's a clairvoyant, medical, intuitive, and holistic energy practitioner. After this commercial break, I'll introduce Atherin, and together we'll explore accessing our intuition, clearing negative influences, and finding inner sanctuary. Given the stressful times, it could be most useful, so don't go away. You're listening to The Science of Magic, thescienceofmagic.net. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, 
and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine, such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a Southern Flair, featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. This is the Science of Magic, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour, Atherton Derneth, is the author of Intuitive Dance, Building, Protecting, and Cleaning Your Energy, and Following Body Wisdom. Her website, A-T-H-E-R-T-O-N-D-R-E-N-T-H dot com. Atherton, thank you for joining us on the Science of Magic. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. You're a certified medical intuitive. What is that, and where did you get your certification? Uh, Being certified as a medical intuitive means that I have been trained in how to read the body and its many different levels and to uh, listen to it and to accurately track what it's saying. I was trained with uh, Lori Wilson's organization called InterAxis 101, and it's a two-year two-year prog- two uh, training program, and it's very meticulous in how we honor what the body is saying. We're not allowed to censor, so our job is to be fully open to looking at a person's physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and then listening to what the body has to say to us. So you're actually accessing through the body, listening through listening to the body, the other realms as well. Is this correct? Yes, I am. I'm also looking at the. Uh, I'm also looking at the emotional, mental, and spiritual levels as well. And that, of course, impacts our physicality, doesn't it? It does, because we work with the body as a whole. We don't break it down into pieces. So that brings me to my next question. You're a holistic energy practitioner. And what is that, and where did you train for that? So I trained in several different schools. Um, I primarily trained with uh, Larry Steele of uh, Steele Health Center, I've been trained in uh, total body modification, which is uh, actually an American uh, healing program. Also, I've uh, started my training in body talk, trained in, um, 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 I'm a certified angel therapy practitioner with Dorian Virtue, and I've trained uh, with Russell Mader in cranial sacral and um, a few other modalities along the way, therapeutic touch. I'm a level three uh, therapeutic touch practitioner as well. Fantastic. You know, I really want to compliment you because a lot of people that come in with a gift just kind of drift around and, you know, take giant leaps of a logic and don't bother to get the training so that they can trust what the information they're getting. Looks like you're extremely well trained. Well, thank you. And I sort of came into this all by accident. Um, I actually came into this work as a result of a a near-death experience. Um, I'd been very sick for a very long time and uh, was dying. And I was given a choice by an angel on whether I could choose to live or die. And up to that time, I'd been working uh, with a young man who'd been trying to help me, Russell Mader. And he suggested I get in touch with a healer by the name of Larry Steele, which I very reluctantly did. I mean, I was a lab tech. I was used to working in the scientific model. And although I was aware of alternative 
healthcare, I was not aware of any form of energy work like Reiki or therapeutic touch. And when I went to see him, he, uh, the medical system told me it would be two years before I could go back to work. I was that far gone. He had me back at work in three and a half months. And out of the blue, he just said to me one day, you know, I think you could be doing this too. And, and I literally looked at him and said, well, I think you're nuts. <laughs> but I thought, well, you know, I've got nothing to lose. Um, I've got the time. I'm going to take a look at it. And having been trained as a lab tech, we're very methodical in our thinking, and we are um, trained to take things step by step. And I thought, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to make sure I have the right training and make sure that what I'm offering to uh, to clients is of integral um, and uh, proper care and honesty. You know, that's that's so important, isn't it? It's like, you know, it seems like the our magical practitioners stick to the magical thinking and our scientific practitioners stick to the scientific thinking. But when you bring the two together, um, it really kind of ends up validating both of them. Did you find that? Oh, definitely. You know, the body speaks in very simplistic language, but the body knows exactly what it needs in order to heal. And if you can train yourself to listen to that, then the body will show you what it needs. And that means working in the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual levels and bringing them all together. So how does the information come to you? Um, do you sit down and have a fireside chat with the body, or do you <laughs> lit- literally see things um, in your mind's eye? How does, how does that come through for you? Well, I'm a clairvoyant, which means I'm uh, the type of intuitive that I am is clear seeing. So when I have permission to connect to a person's energy field, I start to see images and, and hear statements and see movies of where the body needs me to be. And then when I connect to that story, then the body will start to say, pain starts here, age two, issue with mother. So then I'll start talking to the client. So what happened to you around the age of two with your mother? Oh, well, my mother got really sick and I took her to the hospital and I didn't know who was looking after me and I didn't like my grandma and I was really upset. And when my mother came home, it made me really mad. Well, it sounds like you're Clara audience as well then. Yes. Well, you see, we're all, we're all, into, we're all born intuitive and we, there are four different types of intuition and we have all four, but some are going to be more predominant than others. For me, so, knowing yeah. that I was intuitive was the first step. I mean, I'd known intuit- I was intuitive, but I didn't know there was a name for it, and I didn't know there was something I could do with it. But when I found out that there were four different types of intuition, and I realized that how I was intuitive clairvoyantly, it opened up the door to the other three. And then we can refine those? Yes. So what I did is once I recognized that I was predominantly clairvoyant and how easy it was for me to listen to my intuition as a clairvoyant, then I focused just in on that. And as I focused in on that, then the clairaudience came in naturally and then the claircognizance and then the clairsentience. Do you find that you um, tend to perceive information from the area that your client is strongest in? No. I listen to the body overall. And then I rely on my own intuitive sense on where the body is directing me. And then I'm checking in with the body to make sure that I'm in the right place and that I'm getting the message the way the body needs me to hear it. And then I'm checking in with the client, making sure that as a medical intuitive that I'm not censoring, I'm telling the client exactly what the body is saying. Um, you know, I'm, I'm medical intuitive as well, and I tend to only work when I have a medical practitioner available. Do you mm-hmm. interface with medical practitioners? Yes and no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, that's a tricky one. I, wor- I, um, I interfer with a lot of therapists in town, 
and a psychologist and the occasional psychiatrist. There is on the rare occasion when a medical doctor has referred a client to me, uh, they, they're, they're aware of me here, and so there's kind of a mixed reaction. You know, uh, you know there's one doctor in town who refers to me as that woman, <laughs> and yet um, I have another doctor who has sent me um, a client on, on one or two occasions, and then I have other clients who tell me that their doctors are well aware that they're working with me, and the doctor's saying, hey, if this works for you, go for it. I also find that, um, interestingly enough, oncologists are becoming more open to this. I've had a couple of clients come to me and say, well, I've just been diagnosed with cancer. And uh, one woman in particular I'm thinking of, she was on her second bout of ovarian cancer. And she changed oncologists. And when she said, when I walked in and sat down, she said, the very first thing he said to me, he said, okay, we know what we're dealing with. This is your second round. And now I want you to get involved in yoga. I want you to meditate. I want you to find yourself an energy healer, um, therapeutic touch. And he just went down the list. And she said, you could have picked me up off the floor. But it was one of the reasons why she was living as long as she was, because she was doing all those things. I don't know what it's like in Canada. Um, here in the States, the, um, the medical association, a person can, a doctor can lose their license if they're not real careful how they use medical intuitives. Is it the same where you are? Uh, no. Right now, there, there is no attention to what it is that we're doing. We, so long as we don't prescribe and we don't diagnose, mm-hmm. then they ha- so far there's no issue with what we do because we're not doctors you know, and we're not therapists. We don't pretend to be. People come to us because they've fallen through the cracks of the medical system, Got it. and they're just and they're looking for additional help. Uh, most of my clients use their naturopaths as their primary physicians now, because they have they've fallen through the cracks. And we're here to be we're here to help walk alongside the medical community, not to usurp them or say that we're better because we're not. If you have a broken arm, you need a doctor, right? Absolutely. And there are time and there are times when you need medication. If you've got an infection then you need to take an antibiotic. And I would be the last person in the world to say, don't work with your doctor. Yeah. And I think that any practitioner in, in our field um, is, is, being, um, uh, is being foolish by doing so. They, they've got a lot, they bring a lot to what we have, and we've got the health today that we do, and we're just one more adjunct to assist them with that. I mean, look at what they're doing at Duke University down in the States. I mean, they're having tremendous success with their integrative health care system. It's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of talk today about energy, mm-hmm. vibration, frequency. What exactly are you referring to when you speak of energy? I'm talking about what's happening in a person's energy field and how their um, aura, which we know exists because we can take pictures of them now, and we know that if you get blocks in your energy field, you can have problems physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And, and if you've done all the therapies and you've done all the drugs and you're still having a problem, then you haven't really under you really haven't pulled out the core of what's causing the problem in the first place, right? We end up just chasing symptoms around. Is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. And this is when we need to step back and take a look at the whole picture and see what's going on. Yeah, my original teacher was a Lakota medicine man, and he used to go live with the family because if one person was sick in the family, he felt the entire structure was sick in some way or another. And so he would look at all the aspects that way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So <laughs> where, where does this energy come from that you're talking about that's in our art fields? Well, uh, I mean, we're born with it, and it develops as we grow. Um, it is, uh, I mean, we're all connected to source through our life cords, and uh, the life cord is connected to the divine. It comes into the energy field uh, in our bellies called the hara, and the hara then feeds the chakra system. And we have seven primary chakras, 
uh, and we also have uh, 22 secondary and about 33,000 tertiary chakras. Um, They are fed through the NADI system, which is the energetic um, lymphatic system, uh, if you like, from the HARA. So that is at, at the core of what we are. So the light comes from outside of us, and then we prism it, kind of like? Well, that's a... I'm not really quite sure how to answer that question. <laughs> I mean, how do you how do you how do you describe just what is right? Um, I mean, I think we're God's creation. Uh, we are we are part of, uh, you know, we're we're all part of the greater whole, and we're we're all part of um, the structure of what is planet Earth. So. I, I, I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> so are we talking universal light and then um, differentiated by the individual? Well, I look at it this way. I, I see that each human being is like a drop of water, and every drop of water makes up, a, uh, makes up the ocean. So we are all individual drops of water, but we're also part of the greater collective, which is the ocean. And we run into trouble when we think that we're separate. We're just a drop of water, and there is no other drop of water. And we are starting to be, we're starting to become aware that, you know, when a butterfly flaps its wings in Africa, it's going to have an effect in North America and vice versa, right? And we're also starting to see that if we start to put pesticides and herbicides into the, um, on our, our uh, uh, crops, and it's going to get into the soil, which is going to get into the water, which is going to get into people, which is going to make them sick. It's all and part tangled, of the tangle web we weave. It's time for us to take a break. Okay. Atherana and I will return to our discussion on the flip side. We're coming okay. to you through the X-Zone Broadcast Network. Don't miss the other fine shows and hosts on xzbn.net. You're listening to The Science of Magic, thescienceofmagic.net. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. This is just getting good, so don't you dare go away. Network broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN TV. For more information on the X Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics 
from astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition. We'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Welcome back, folks. This is the Science of Magic, a place where magic and science come together to promote enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Atherin Durenth, the author of Intuitive Dance, Building, Protecting, and Clearing Your Energy. Atherin, we were getting into some interesting things about environmental impact. So what impact do you think our modern-day lifestyle has on our energetic field? Oh, it's... Uh... 
privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Companies that set out to change the world should stand for something, something that matters. For Tanium, it was managing and protecting the world's growing number of endpoints. Tanium empowers organizations to embrace digital transformation and change the way people both work and live. They help critical government agencies see what's coming, protect and defend five branches of the U.S. military, and more than half of the Fortune 100 rely on Tanium to manage and secure their critical assets. To learn more, visit Tanium.com. I think that we're becoming more aware of how important it is not only of what we eat and drink, but what, how we think and what we're exposing ourselves to and what we're exposing our children to. Because it's not just our physical environment that's getting polluted anymore. It's also our emotional and intellectual environment that's getting polluted, like you were saying in your introduction, that um, we are being constantly subjected to things that are not necessarily the truth for each and every person. And how do you weed out what is the truth and what is not the truth, right? Exactly. It's really, it's really, uh, it's a juggling act, isn't it? It is. Yes. You know what? What advice do you have for people when they're being bombarded with things that we don't know what's true and what's not? This is where you start to learn what is your truth and what is right for you, which is one of the reasons why I wrote the book, because I have found uh, I've been in, I've been in practice for 16 years. I've performed over 35,000 healing balances, and I have found in my work there's this repeated pattern that people don't really understand how to stand up for themselves and stand up for their own truth. So we'll go back to the basics of muscle testing because the energy field is very wise. It's connected to source, and it knows what's right for it and knows what's wrong for it. And when you're muscle testing, the principle is when the body is exposed to something that is an untruth, it will go weak. When it's exposed to a truth, it will go strong. So, for example, we know that eating too much sugar will make our energy field go weak, but we do it anyways. It compromises our immune system, and then we end up having physical problems. If you want to turn the immune system back on, then you've got to take the sugar out of your diet. Well, let's, let's, back hap- up, let's back up just a little bit for those of us that don't know. How do, how do you do muscle testing? How does that work? How do you tap so, into that? So, okay, so muscle testing is you have a person extend their arm out, and then you just place gentle pressure on their arm. And you have them hold the arm up uh, firm, and then you press on their arm, and you have them to speak a truth. So I would, for example, say, my name is Atherton, my arm is strong. And then if I said, no, I, my name is Susie, my arm would go weak because so, I'm not Susie, okay? Right. So you're engaging the deltoid muscle, and when it goes weak, it goes weak when what you say isn't in agreement with the whole? Yes, exactly. Okay. I'm sorry to have interrupted. Continue. <laughs> no, that, no, no you, and you've got it, then that's it. So um, what I have found with people is that 
you know, we think that stress and anxiety is a result of what's going on in our lives, and I dispute that. In my practice, what I think is the real true core of stress and anxiety in people's life isn't what's happening in your life. It's happening with how your mind interprets things, which gets us into the ego voice. So there's really two parts of us energetically. There is our soul truth, our inner calm, the inner divine, and then there is our, e- and then there is our ego. And our ego is very fear-based. And we have been led into this illusion that our ego body is in fact the truth, and we live in fear. But underneath all of that, there is this piece, this place of inner calm that goes, no, that doesn't feel right for me. And if you can get people to learn how to discern between what their ego voice is trying to tell them what to do versus what the soul knows is right for it, then they are able to find their way back to that place of inner calm. But if they're always falling uh, victim to, oh, well, you know, uh, that's the wrong thing to do, or I shouldn't do this, or I shouldn't do that, then it creates all this conflict, which creates a lot of stress and anxiety. So is the ego voice, yeah, is the ego voice a result of um, taking the events of the past and superimposing on the present and making a rerun out of the future? Yes and no. We, when we're born, we are born with an ego body. And as we, we grow, it develops and it becomes its own uh, energy, for lack of better, better words. The problem is, is that in Western society in particular, we're not trained to understand that we need our ego bodies, which was a shock to me when I found that out. Our ego bodies makes, makes us seem to other people. It gives us our personality. The problem comes when we think that the ego is who we are, and it isn't. It's a part of who we are, and it is our soul, it our, it our, our connection to our inner divine that is really in charge, not our egos, but we've got it flipped. And I find that when I can get people connected back to their intuition, their intuition will act like a bridge to show them when their ego is trying to run the show in a fearful way versus what their inner calm is trying to show them in a loving, peaceful way. So um, I, li- I really like the fact that you aren't trying to kill the ego. So many practices, they take the ego as the vil- villain and we got to kill it. It's just yeah. a matter of who controls who. Exactly, because the ego, when you get right down to it, is a very frightened little child. It just doesn't know any better. It knows right from wrong, but it gets very fearful. I find that there are two different types of fear. There's legitimate fear, and, that, and legitimate fear is if you're walking through the woods and a bear charges you, you're going to start to run. That's the fight or flight. That is our primal reptilian brain kicking in, trying to save your life. Manufactured fear, on the other hand, is everything in between. Did Susie really say that? Did Mike just look at me the funny way? Did I say something wrong? Did I just do something wrong? Oh, I'm supposed to be doing this because they asked me to do that, this, that, and the other thing. And if I say I don't want to do it, then I'm being a bad person. So we run ourselves down. It's the inner critic. So it, it, does some of it originate from the fear and guilt that, I mean, from the guilt and shame that's imposed on us um, in our conditioning? Yep, totally. <laughs> Bingo, huh? <laughs> yeah, you got what do you it. Mean, what do you mean by centering and grounding your energy? Uh, so centering and grounding uh, means being fully grounded into heaven and earth. And when I was first learning the healing arts, everybody was telling me, you know, I needed to be more grounded, which was great, but what does that mean? So I would have people tell me very lovingly, well, it means connecting to Mother Earth. Okay, well, okay, what does that mean? And eventually I was taught this technique called the vertical axis 
and uh, and I've been given permission by the creator to share this with people. And the vertical axis has got to be the most dynamic grounding technique that I've ever come across because it holds, and you can access it in a moment's notice in a crisis. And what it does is it grounds you into heaven and earth at the same time and brings the two of them together. You can also, once you're in the, the, the vertical axis, ask for one word from the universe that will take you into your vertical axis in a moment's notice if you're in a crisis, and it works. So it's like developing a subroutine. Yes. So and let's talk about the reptilian brain again. Um, why, why do we go into the reptilian brain? What's that about? That, that is just our basic programming. That is just how we are wired as human beings. That's how animals are, are wired as well. It's just a part of our, our natural physical. It's, the, it's part of the car, you know? It's, okay, what, what is it exactly? Well, the reptilian brain is, is the basic processes. You know, uh, live and breathe, um, hungry, need to eat, um, move here, go over here, hot, cold. It's, it's, just, it's just our basic programming. Why is it called reptilian? Well, that's a good question. That's the that's the name science gives it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's no figuring that out, right? No, there is no figuring that one out. So the the grounding practices, where all do they come from? There there's some real ancient ones out there, aren't there? Yes, I mean, well, there's walking in nature. There is um, bathing. There is uh, meditating, uh, massage. Uh, eating is another one of them. Um, exercise is another way to ground which is great, but if you're in the middle of a crisis, how are you going to go take a bath or have a nap or have something to eat, right? You want to be able to access something at a moment's notice to get you back into thinking clearly and not get subjugated to all of these different agendas coming at you. Okay. So um, that's the one, that's where you have a word that you've, how do you get that word to put you into that place? So what you do is, uh, so in the book I detail how to go into the vertical axis, and it's very simple and easy to use. And once you're in the vertical axis and you're connected to heaven and earth, you just see yourself standing before the universe and you ask it to gift you one word that will take you into the state of groundedness, into the vertical axis at a moment's notice. And you, you, anytime I've been teaching this to uh, my clients, they get a word usually within 30 seconds or less. And it can be anything. It can be love. It can be engage. It can be peanut butter. It could be daffodil, you know. But that's your word. How does it work? Well, if you're in a crisis, all you do is say your one word, and it and it brings you into it. So my one word for the vertical axis is uh, engage. And and if things are going all sideways, I'll just go engage, and then I can calm down, and I can start to breathe, and I can start to think clearly. And if I feel myself getting pulled out of it, engage back in it. And the more you do it, the better you get at it, the easier it is, the faster it engages. So to speak. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) How do energy compromises affect us physically? We get ourselves caught in situations where we don't know how to say no anymore. And it can lead to a lot of anger and frustration. Uh, We can find ourselves... Um, constantly uh, becoming servants to others instead of being of service. Uh, you know, the person who can never say no. Uh, the, the other side of it are people who are so afraid of having to say no or feeling so caught up in their egos can almost uh, feel very anxious all the time. Uh, people who have panic attacks. 
have so are, issues with that, for example? By no, are you talking about being able to have healthy boundaries? Yes, yes. Healthy boundaries are very important. And it's being able to, you know, my there's a big difference between being of service and being a servant, isn't there? Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to always be there to be helpful and to be lovingly present for others and to help. But it's also knowing when to step back and say, you know what, I need a break. Or I don't really want to do this. It doesn't feel right to me. It seems like boundaries would be something that we naturally came with. What happens to them? Well, we're, we're very uh, gently and lovingly talked out of them, right? Uh, children who grew up in, in households were saying, well, you know, if you do that, you're going to make mommy really unhappy. Or be a good girl and do as you're told. Or that's, what not, that's not what nice people say. These are all various forms of making you back down and acquiescing to what other people want. So basic socialization. Yeah. How do we get to a point, we've got about a minute left here, how do we get to a point where we can tell the difference between our socialization and what's appropriate in the moment for us to be doing? By getting in touch with your intuition and figuring out what's your ego trying to run the show and get you back into your core and listen to your loving true self. And does the core uh, have to do with being in the present moment? It has everything to do with being in the present moment and realizing that you are love too, being part of the divine. And there's no excuse for bad behavior. How do we tell what's bad behavior? By listening to your intuition and knowing what's right for you and what's true for you. Because what's right for me may not be right for you. But if I'm trying to force you into doing what I want you to do, then I'm violating your boundary and I'm not honoring your free will and I'm not honoring your choices. We're going to have to take a break. Atherton and I will be back shortly, so don't you leave us. This is the Science of Magic, thescienceofmagic.net, the place where altruistic professionals of science and the esoteric create common ground for the betterment of our world. We're brought to you by the daily by the leader in paranormal, spirituality, and alternative health programming, the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net. Don't miss the other fine hosts and shows on xzbn.net. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, 
Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and on The Secret to Everything, we will merge the practical with open investigation into all realms of the mysterious. We will talk to cutting-edge alternative health practitioners, those who inspire and motivate you in business and life, and of course, we will share stories of the paranormal, conspiracy, and cryptozoology. You will transform because of the frequency I carry, the frequencies my guests carry. Life may never be the same after you listen to this program. For the secret to everything is for you, the listener. For those who desire more in every area of their lives and believe that it can still be found. Listen and discover thesecrettoeverything.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Atherton Drenth, the author of Intuitive Dance, Building, Protecting, and Clearing Your Energy. Atherton, 
how does one clear one's energy? Well, you can clear your energy in uh, several different ways. The, the one that I like to teach clients right off the bat is how to cut cords with people. Uh, because our energy fields are energetic in nature, we start to interconnect, and you can pick up what I call static. Uh, it's like getting you know, covered in cat hair or dog hair. And whether you're interacting with somebody over the phone or in person, you're still picking up uh, energy imprints from them. So at the end of every day, I suggest that they cut cords with people to help clear out that static. And it just helps to calm down that background noise and, and sense of agitation. And it's very simple to do. I uh, tell people to imagine or pretend they can see Archangel Michael walking into the room. And uh, in, in my world, he's you know, this tall, gorgeous dude with uh, dark hair and blue eyes. And I just say to him, I would like to cut cords with everyone I've been in contact with on this day. Angels do not cut love cords. They will not cut love cords. So you can safely cut cords even with family members. And then you imagine he's got this blue sword and he just cleans out your field. Uh, when I'm dealing with children, I have them imagine a feather dustered. <laughs> Beats the sword, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it seems like it would be very important to be able to, to stay up on this. In other words, we have unconscious enmeshment with the people in our world. Is that what this is for? Yes, it is. And when you, uh, so I, I teach people uh, three, what I call the three simple things, and it's very basic energet, energetic maintenance. And we did a study on this about a year and a half ago, and we were just really uh, so pleased and astounded with the results we got because we found it was reducing people's uh, stress and anxiety levels anywhere from 30 to 40%, which was pretty, pretty dramatic over 30 days. And the three simple things are going into the vertical axis. You have, I have them do that every morning and every night. And then I have them do cord cutting. And then the third thing I have them do is called the dream time management. Because the other thing that happens is we all leave our bodies when we sleep. And whether we remember it or not, those are what dreams are. We're all doing it. And we go into what's called the astral plane. And the astral plane is a very real energetic place. But there's two levels to that astral plane. The lower astral plane is where all the funny, goofy stuff happens. It's where the nightmares are or the frustrating dreams or the anger and the rage happens. It's where you can walk into a bar and see a duck having a beer with a bear sort of thing. And people, especially people who are in the service industry, have a bad habit of hanging out in the lower level because if they haven't been able to help somebody during the day, then they will go into the dream time and try to help them in the dream time so they're working all day and they're working all night. By doing the dream time management, what you do is you set the intent that when you enter the astral plane, you will be guided by the guardian angels uh, up into the higher levels of spiritual consciousness in the astral plane. And in the highest, higher levels of the astral plane, this is where you can do your healing. You can get uh, physically uh, restored, renewed, and, re and refreshed. But you can also bring your problems to the angels and say, help me with this, and they will help you to solve the problems there. So, so it would appear to me that the lower levels of the astral plane is where we process our daily stuff, and the upper levels, are, or we can move on there to do healing. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that we can process our stuff in a healthier level with the angels' guidance as opposed to trying to do it all ourselves with a bunch of other people who are very confused. Okay, so there's other people in the astral plane with us? Yes. Because don't forget, we're all going there. <laughs> we're, we're all going there. One big party. Yep. So how does our energy affect others? And how can we uh, more consciously manage that? We can uh, be more conscious of um, 
let's see how what's the easiest way to explain that we all interact we're all intuitive that means that you can see me and i can see you and it means that our our energy fields are interacting and we need to be aware of what's what is mine and what is yours so that if something comes into my field i should be asking myself is this mine or somebody else's and if it isn't yours then i don't need to react to it that so sense? that yeah that's that's part of um being empathic in a way isn't it yes so, and we're all we're, we're all empathic but we don't realize we're doing it you know mums have the easiest time of it because we've all had those instances where we will say gee you know i bet you my mom has eyes in the back of her head because she always knows when i'm doing something wrong uh the uh admin assistant who always uh knows um what her boss needs and and uh and how to help her okay we we develop these connections uh, in in marriages and partnerships. You can have uh, partners who are like two old shoes. They finish each other's sentences, and it's because they're reading each other at an empathic level or an intuitive level. They're just not being conscious of doing it. It's amazing too when you see people like that. They start to look like each other because they're so entrained. Yes. Yeah, exactly. like people look like they're pets for the same reason. Yeah. So, <laughs> how does the clarity of our energy relate to our inner intuition? How does it affect it? One way and the sorry. other. The clarity of our yeah, the clarity okay. of our energy, how how clear our energy fields are. If we're carrying a bunch of stuff from other people, or if we've been doing this cl- daily cleans- cleansingness, <laughs> how how does it relate to our intuition? It makes so if if you're doing these uh, three simple things, for example, on a regular basis, you become very very clear about what is yours and what belongs to somebody else, and you're not so easily entrenched in other people's agendas. You're also not picking up. And carrying home the work, the workplace. Life becomes a much easier. I find people who are really anxious and stressful, uh, people who suffer from pa- uh, panic attacks, they're picking up other people's stuff and they're bringing it home, and then they're thinking it's theirs. But don't you, know, you have? Sorry. Don't you have to have? Don't you have to have um, a certain amount of that frequency present in yourself to really resonate with it? Like, uh, does you have? Do you have your own anxiety, and then somebody else's really triggers yours, or are you just literally picking it up from somebody else? You can create anxiety in your own field because you think you're thinking things that don't really belong to you. Like, so why you actually, su- why? Why did I suddenly get a headache? I didn't have a headache a minute ago. Oh, I must have done something wrong, or I've got to take an aspirin, or is there, am I coming down with a cold? When, and then you find out your coworker just came into work with a migraine. Yeah, I've, I've had that happen. And I say to those people, do you have a headache? And they go, well, yeah. And I say, oh, good. Then it'll, mine will leave when you do. And I would say that if I find out that you've got a headache and I'm picking up on it, I would say, okay, now I don't need to react to it. It's not mine exactly. to carry. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that, isn't that wonderful that we can literally choose what we register and what we don't? But it, doesn't it take acknowledging it first? Yes, it does, and that's why I, I teach people to ask, is it mine or somebody else's? If I get a headache, my first question to myself is, is this my headache or did I pick it up from somebody? And you will know if it's yours because you go, oh, yeah, this is totally my headache. But if the body goes, well, I'm not really sure, it's not yours. You picked it, it up. As we're talking, it comes to me, how much of our experience is not our experience, huh? Yes, exactly. Yep. And we're, we're interacting with each other way more than we think we are. And we're starting to see it in, in our children and our teenagers more because these kids are so much more intuitively aware than we are. And they, they just don't have anybody telling them, saying, hey, this is a gift. This is how you can use this. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're coming in with the lights on. So yep. if you could only recommend one thing to help people take responsibility for their energy and not get it on others, what would it be? Go into the vertical axis and take responsibility for your own boundaries. Back to boundaries. Yep, back to boundaries. <laughs> what builds energy? In what regard? Well, you talk about building your energy, not just protecting it or clearing it, but building it, becoming stronger energetically. Um, how do you do that? Well, when you're, when you're doing what I call energetic maintenance, so, for example, doing the three simple things, it makes, you, it, makes it easier for you to stay grounded and clear about what belongs to you and what doesn't belong to you. It calms you down. It clears the mental chatter. It makes you feel more confident. And then you can start addressing where the, your ego is starting to give you the gears. You start to notice the different voices in your head. And we all have that voice in our head, don't we? I mean, it's that little crazy maker in the back of, in back of your mind saying, no, you can't do this and don't do this and, oh, you should be feeling guilty and, oh, you should be ashamed about this. When you're, when you're very clear about your own energy and you're grounded, you can go, well, hold on just a minute. Let's take a look at that voice and see what's really going on here. And then you realize it's just a, your inner child being really frightened. Are you sure that's the right thing to do? Should you do this? Should you do that? Well, hold on just a minute. Let's think this through. Okay? So it's like spinning your wheels, which takes a lot of energy. You have the brakes on and the gas pedal going at the same time. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yes, I would agree. So what I'm hearing you say is that we build energy by being cognizant of what we're doing with our energy. Yes. What and about not, and not imposing our will on others. Yeah, there's a waste of energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that analogy, you could take a horse to water, but you can't make it to drink, right? Right, exactly. And, and the minute you start imposing your will, then you start to cause a lot of uh, anger and frustration and ill will. And you're violating personal boundaries. And if you're letting other people do it to you, then you're allowing your boundaries to be violated. You know, that's one thing that seems so important in this day and age is take responsibility for our own space yes. um, and discern who is in your space that needs to be and is helpful and who is in your space that, you know, otherwise we become victims, victims of it, right? If we exactly. don't take a responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And is victim stance is fairly low energy, isn't it? It is. And it's more common than we think it is. You know, we, we, we all go into victim mode at some point. And it's understanding, okay, I'm in victim mode and I don't want to be here. I don't need exactly. to reside here. Well, time flies, Atherton, and we are out of it. I can't thank you enough for being on the program with us. Well, thank you very much. I've enjoyed it. All right. Our guest this hour has been Atherton Durant, Durant, the author of Intuitive Dance, Building, Protecting, and Clearing Your Energy. Her website, AthertonDurant.com. That's A-T-H-E-R-T-O-N-D-R-E-N-T-H.com. This has been The Science of Magic. Remember, you can always listen to past thought-provoking episodes on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. Until next time, dear ones, may you be blessed with knowledge and comforted with love as you find sanctuary. that set out to change the world should stand for something, something that matters. For Tanium, it was managing and protecting the world's growing number of endpoints. 
Tanium empowers organizations to embrace digital transformation and change the way people both work and live. They help critical government agencies see what's coming, protect and defend five branches of the U.S. military, and more than half of the Fortune 100 rely on Tanium to manage and secure their critical assets. To learn more, visit Tanium.com.